Hello, everybody. Welcome back. So let's dive right in into a new Art of Thomas video podcast uh, show, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to talk about my new article. It's called The Future is Decentralized. Bitcoin Layer 2, Part 2. Just remember, you can find this all my articles at theartofthomas.wordpress.com. Thomas with no H because my name is in Spanish. You can also search for artofthomas.substack.com. And there you can uh, sign in for the newsletter and then all the articles will be sent to your email. It's all free, so you don't have to worry about that. Anyway, let's get into today's video. So, okay. This video is, again, it's going to go a bit deeper into the topic that we talked about in our last video, which was Bitcoin Layer 2, Part 1, and now we're going to do Part 2. And in this video, video and article and podcast and all of that, I want to try to elaborate more in why I think this is so important and why it is curious that not many people are paying attention or are emphasizing like I think uh, they probably should. Okay, so we explained last time. I'm just going to do a quick summary in case you haven't seen it or you forgot about it. So we got... Bitcoin works in layers. We have the layer one, which is what most people use. And that blockchain layer one has a lot of advantages. Mainly it is very decentralized. People can't manipulate it. No one entity or small or a small group of entities can control the network. And it's very resilient. It's censorship proof because nobody can tell can if you have a Bitcoin wallet and you hold the keys, nobody can take them away from you. That's one of the key elements that Bitcoin has that the other cryptos don't as much. And it's a phrase that I don't remember where I heard it, but it always stuck with me. And I think it's really important to understand to understand Bitcoin, which is a very difficult thing to understand. And that's why I'm making all this content. But just re remember this. Bitcoin is ownership and nobody can take it away from you. If you hold on to your keys, that means that you have the right to access and use your money forever. As long as you keep the keys safe, nobody can take them away from you. Government can't shut you down. Banks can't take your funds away. It's yours yours alone and you can do whatever it is that you wish to do with it forever that's the main premise of bitcoin now we've seen over the last few years a lot of developments in the um, what i call programmable programmable money landscape um, also known as smart contracts and a lot of new coins appear that give the option to create smart contracts with them. 
and we see a lot of stuff being built on these uh, coins that have these properties and are amazing. That's why they keep getting a lot of traction and the more things are built upon them, the more they're worth and it's great. And for the longest time, people were saying as a criticism that because Bitcoin was so decentralized, robust, the code had to be kept super simple and you couldn't do smart contracts. But as I explained in the last video, now we have a second layer over Bitcoin. And on the second layer, you actually can do all the smart contract stuff, but you have the benefit that that second layer rests upon all the great things of Bitcoin layer one. So the smart contracts that are built on the layer two in Bitcoin, they will still be decentralized, secure, safe, and nobody can control them, which is the main, main point that everybody keeps missing. So from a philosophical point of view, I believe that we should aim to build as much as we can on top of Bitcoin and not the other coins, because it's a problem when a small number of people get to dictate how the rest of the population need to do, behave, need to act. Uh, well, here in, in Australia, there, there was big, big decisions that the government took. People didn't like it. They went to the streets to protest and they were shut down. And ultimately, the government imposed their will on the people. And we see it in places like social media when people, again, a small number of people can choose what can be said, what can't be said, who has access to it, who doesn't. This always creates problems. So from a philosophical point of view, having an economic structure that is governed by no one that just exists and anybody can use it is, I believe, what we need right now as a society. Because people are people. And even when they have the best intentions, once they get power, it never ends well. It, so history shows us time and time again why centralization of power is always a problem. And that's what I'm afraid is going to happen with a lot of the new coins that we're seeing is that they are not solving the centralization power. And that, to me, is what scares me the most. Now, also from a humanitarian standpoint of view, you know, like Bitcoin gives everyone the opportunity to tap in into this great economic network and this structure. So from to the way I see it, from a philosophical standpoint of view and a humanitarian point of view, I think we need Bitcoin more than any of the other coins. Um, and now that we're finally been able to build 
complex structures upon Bitcoin using the layer two, we can create smart contracts. This opens the door for a ton of possibilities, while at the same time, we're keeping the base layer that ensures the decentralization, stability, the fact that it's permissionless, so everybody can use it and nobody can shut you down if they don't like what you're doing. If, for example, you know, no, nobody can shut you if you say the wrong thing, as in places like Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, they can and they actually are doing. And we, or at least I hear every day of someone new that got banned. The other day, I created a Twitter account with one of my friends because we were thinking of starting a podcast. And before we made our first post, we were banned permanently. I don't know what happened. Uh, we had to appeal. We we're waiting to find out what actually happened because we didn't do anything. We just created the account and it got instantly, permanently banned. And, like That's crazy. And yeah, I'm afraid that... I think the only solution is to have decentralized platforms to be, and they need to be built on Bitcoin. Anyway, just to, I'm just gonna point out some of the really cool stuff you can do with layer two Bitcoin today. And I think these are gonna be, the, you're gonna start to see and to hear more about them. So first of all, I'm gonna mention the Lightning Network. This is incredible. It's what in El Salvador, that's how they are using Bitcoin. If you haven't heard, this year El Salvador made Bitcoin legal tender and they gave everyone a Bitcoin wallet with I think something like $30 in it. And that wallet is connected to the Lightning Network, which is a layer two of Bitcoin. And every single vendor, every single shop, so anyone that's selling any kind of service is they are compelled by law to accept Bitcoin as payment. They have an option in the wallet if they don't want the Bitcoin. So that, for example, you are a vendor and I want to buy something from you. I send you my Bitcoins. And if you don't want them, you have the option that automatically turns them into dollars. So it's great because I can pay in whichever way I want, and you can receive the money in whichever money you want. So it's perfect. It's a great way of integrating Bitcoin with the current economical structure without forcing everyone to use Bitcoin. So even if you don't wanna use Bitcoin, you can still accept payments in Bitcoin, which is amazing. Uh, it's great for the vendors as well because Bitcoin works automatically. There's no middleman. When you pay something with a card, the vendor needs to pay a fee to the card companies. And also they don't get the money straight away. It takes some time to reach them. But with Bitcoin, it's automatic. If you're using the Lightning Network, the fees are less than one cent. And if you are, if I am selling something to you I, and you pay me, I get the money instantly and I can already start using it for other stuff. And the fees, like I said, are less than one cent. And this is the, great thing about layer two, because if you are transacting on Bitcoin layer one, the fees are a lot more expensive. So that limits the use that you can, the use that you can 
yeah, use. <laughs> um, for a long time, that was the main criticism of Bitcoin, that the fees were too high. So if you wanted to buy a coffee, you would pay more in fees than the actual coffee. So people were saying Bitcoin will never work as currency. It can't because the fees are too high. Well, that's one of the main things in the Bitcoin world. People see things as they are and they have a lot of trouble seeing things as a, what they are going to be in the future. So for a long time, people were saying the Bitcoin fees are too high. It doesn't work as currency. And they make that statement. And that was like a statement made in stone and was unmovable. Well, now we have layer two. And Bitcoin in layer two moves way faster and the fees are less than one cent. So that argument is completely shattered now. And in places like El Salvador, not only Bitcoin can be used as currency, it is being used right now as currency. So that is the crazy thing about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is both something that is, is done, it's finished in the sense that the layer one, we know what it is, we know how it works, it's reliable and it's great. And we should try not to change it as much as possible. But at the same time, Bitcoin itself is also a work in progress because you can keep adding layers on top and the layers give it more functionality, more stuff you can do, more experimentation, more coding you can use, smart contracts, all that jazz. So at the same time, the layer one is kept as it is because it's very important that it's, uh, it's reliable and that we know how it's going to work now and in a thousand years. But at the same time, Bitcoin can progress and it can become better every day. Now, other stuff that is really cool that you, that you can do, I'm going to quickly show you if you're watching the, the video, the RSK network. It says, is the safest smart contract blockchain secured by the Bitcoin network. That is because RSK is another layer two that stacks on top of Bitcoin. It's separated from Lightning, Lightning Network. It's a different thing. The, the teams are trying to work how to integrate both of them, which would be incredible. Right now, they're not. So you have to either choose to use the Lightning Network for some things and then choose to use the RSK for others. Uh, I think in the future, we're going to start to see more interoperability between the layers, which was, that's going to be another giant leap forward. But anyway, what you can do right now with RSK is there are certain um, apps that are being built or dApps because they are decentralized apps we're going to take a quick little look at one of them. It's called Sovereign. Sovereign.app. And basically what you can do is you can lend out your Bitcoins to anyone, anywhere in the world. Uh, yeah, I understand. To anyone, anywhere in the world. 
and you don't it's trustless you don't need to trust that the other guy is going to be faithful because it all works through smart contracts so i can put my bitcoin and the other guy has access to the bitcoin only if he puts enough collateral that even if he never pays back his loan i'll still get the money back so it's completely completely safe and you can earn an interest like right now we can see the bitcoin you can get up to 2.7% interest which granted is not incredible but it's a way that is completely safe to start earning yields on your bitcoin and make your bitcoin generate more bitcoin and so we're starting to see like this is something you do with a bank but there is no bank there is no one behind this app there's a team of people building it but it's completely decentralized and it all works with its own sovereign token which is built upon bitcoin you know it's not like ethereum which is a, it's another blockchain this sovereign it's on top of bitcoin this is incredible then we have like uh, xusd which is um another token made on top of bitcoin that they're using a lot of other stable tokens to make it um collateral and you can lend your xusd with the same system so it's 100 percent free even if the guy doesn't pay you still get all the money in fact i think if the guy does, doesn't pay you you get even more because the collateral needs to be more i believe and you can get eight percent um interest and there's like a ton of things you you can do i'm not gonna go into all of them right now but we're starting to see like bitcoin is growing so 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 much and everybody is paying attention to the other currencies because they're showing they're making all these crazy jumps and you know they they're flashier they're they have more bells and whistles bitcoin works and bitcoin is a hundred percent decentralized and if you are in the bitcoin ecosystem nobody has power over you and that is the main and the big big thing and now we're getting to we're starting to see all these new features being added to it you can lend money you can there's all these new assets that are being released on top of bitcoin that you can trade and you can invest in different projects we're starting to see like almost it's like a bank but again with no bank so it's peer-to-peer -peer. it's me and you and i don't even need to know who you are i don't even need to trust you because the code is put in such a way that it's safe it's safe from it's safe for both of us to interact and we can do it from the opposite sides of the world and the fees are minimal and they're like the rsk blockchain has higher fees on the lightning network but you can do more complicated things and they are trying to bring the fees down but still like i think the fees last time i had to pay like two dollars when i i made um when i made a transaction which is not that much and it's, this is only the beginning. And I, I think 
for our future, we really, really need to start thinking less on how can I make the most dollars? Because you might make more dollars buying something like Ethereum or Solana, but what is best for a society in the future? And in that line of thinking, I have no, I have no doubt that Bitcoin and the stuff that's been built upon Bitcoin is the key. That's what we need desperately, desperately, especially as we go further uh, in time, I think it's going to be more and more obvious. I think the altcoin space is a really, really cool experiment. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't participate in it. You should be very aware of the difference between all the altcoins and Bitcoin, why Bitcoin is so different and special. Uh, and at the end of the day, you, you, you need to be aware and conscious of all the decisions that you're making, especially with your money. So that's pretty much what I had to say for today. Um, all I'm going to say is that once I started to learn more about particularly Bitcoin and how important it is, I started to notice how shallow the conversation in the crypto space is. And if you look most of the channels, they're not going to talk about this stuff. They're only going to talk about, oh, this coin is good. It's going to go up in value. This one's not. You should invest in this new project and, you know, make the most money. And I don't know. I feel like we need a deeper conversation because crypto is going to shape the society of our future. It is. There's, there's no way we can go back to a world before crypto and Bitcoin. So we need to start to think deeply about what does this all really mean and how can we create the best, most fair society for all of us. And once I started on that line, um, for me, it's all roads lead to Bitcoin and the progress that has been made has me extremely excited, extremely excited. And I, I'm just telling you what I'm thinking and what I'm finding out, what I'm researching. Just use this as a starting point to start to think about these things and start looking into it more. Don't take what I say as facts and don't take it for granted. I know that it's easiest to just let someone else do the work for you and you just repeat what the other person say, but we are in a very interesting particular time in history and now more than ever, you can't do that. You, you need to do the hard intellectual work of finding stuff for yourself, making your own mind and your own decisions and that's all I can say. Uh, you can always come to my videos and my articles to find out what I'm researching. All I'm trying to do is learn as much as possible and get better at communicating what I'm learning. But I am not perfect. I'm very far from it. I'm not particularly smart. I'm not particularly wise. I'm just doing my best. 
trying my best and I will continue to do so. And hopefully, this can all be helpful to you in even if it's in a small way. That's all I can ask. Um, anyway, just think of these things, make your own mind and have fun, enjoy, have a good one. I'll see you on the next one, hopefully. And hopefully I have something interesting to share with you. Goodbye.